1: We've got some very cool special guests, including
0: musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media, March 5th, on the Best Show Ever podcast.
2: And we're back. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Always Almost There, day after show live. We are here today to talk about last night in bozeman montana we've got jacob and maddie here hello guys how are you
1: how are you hey ryan
2: (laughs) thank you very much for being on today uh great to see you guys uh last couple of nights in bozeman uh we are all kind of in transit to to different places today i'm currently coming to you live from a conference room at a best western in burley idaho um thank you (laughs) shout out to my mother who um instead of uh, you know, sitting in the car in the parking lot, she ran into the Best Western and was like, can he podcast in a conference room? Um, so here I am. Uh, where are you guys about right now?
1: We're in a parking lot in Butte, Montana, about mm-hmm. to uh, get ourselves some brunch after we do this, yes. enjoying some beautiful <laughs> mountain views. And uh, I always stop in Butte. It's a cute little college town. I love it here. There's some great cafes, great places to hang out. Beautiful. Well,
2: I'm excited to dive into last night's show, but before we do that, a brief word from our sponsor, which is Beekeepers Naturals. Powered by nature and obsessively tested, Beekeepers uses potent ingredients like propolis pollen and royal jelly and steers clear of added chemicals. In a day and age where we want to boost our immune system as much as possible, Beekeepers Naturals has many products from lozenges to gut health supplements to support us and tap into the magic of nature. Personally, I don't leave home without one of their propolis throat sprays, which is especially supportive when singing my heart out at shows, which I definitely was doing last night. <laughs> Use code STORMSOUND to check out for 20% off your order at beekeepersnaturals.com. So let's, uh, let's dive into the show. I know you guys, you were in line early. You got up nice and close last night. Tell me yeah. about your experience getting into the Elm and the, the pre-show vibe
1: um yeah it was awesome um, this is my third time at the elm uh, first time was the last time goose came here to play mm-hmm. and uh, it's great Parking's super easy around the venue it's really easy to have your car close uh, we got super lucky and parked literally right in front of the venue so Love we it. were able to hang out in our car um, it snowed for a lot of the day so the line waiting quote unquote was kind of tough we all just kind of hung out in our cars until people showed up and right <laughs> just kind of held our spots theoretically yeah um, On a system like I was here, but it's snowing, so I'm again, nobody nobody wanted to be in the cold, so (laughs) we're all just like, Yeah, (laughs) when they're ready, we'll be ready. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, saw a lot of people I love. Uh, I have seen most of my goose shows west of Colorado, so a lot of times when they come out here, we see familiar faces and people from Colorado, from Montana, from Wyoming that I only see on Goose Tour and when they do these West Coast shows. So, saw a lot of people I love, a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time and uh yeah the elm staff is fantastic Uh, they let the vip in a little early because i think they knew we were freezing cold um Mm -hmm. you know i as i saw you like they they were very nice about like anybody coming late with the vip just bringing them in all you had to do is knock them over they they were just like yeah they're they're very casual and we really appreciated it uh getting in was super easy Yeah, we got a great spot um my gosh i can't say enough of our spot we had a fantastic spot on the floor a great view of rick uh fantastic dance space Uh, people were super respectful of that
2: yeah it Um, looked from from up on the balcony the floor looked like you know it looked full but it didn't look like packed in like sardines like a lot of other i've seen like it looked like everybody had ample space to breathe and to dance which is amazing
1: yeah and i will say also shout out to the elm and also uh where was it in uh uh, Goosemoss and Broomfield. Yeah, for the water, the free free the waters. waters, man. Venues yeah, that are giving I out free waters on the mm-hmm. rail, especially when they're at elevation, because like this is an East Coast band. There's a lot of people here who live at zero elevation, and that mm-hmm. venue is at four thousand. You know, that's not that high, but it's a huge difference, and people can get real dehydrated, mm-hmm. and they have no idea what. You know, a double IPA is going to do to them at 5,000 <laughs> yes. feet. And so, like the free water thing, it's just like it, it's leagues to me. It speaks it's volumes amazing. about a venue for sure. Yeah. I so, agree. shout out to the
2: Elm for doing that as well. I was, yeah, I was going to mention that seeing from upstairs people coming in front of the rail, passing out waters, and then yep. seeing people also on the rail, even mid set, like passing waters back to people. Yeah, in a few exactly. rows. So it just seemed these two nights at the venue just seemed uh, like, like a just great experience everyone was really happy to be there really nice so you know what what a run this was this was great yeah, I, mean, I, I got the same spot uh, that i was in on night 1 dead center second row of the balcony um you know cuz you're not allowed to stand up in the first row um we were talking last night it's like you know if you trip and fall over the the thing like oh yeah that's on you like you know we should be able to stand up in the front row but yeah but uh we 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 had a we had a great spot you know sound was amazing from up there you can see the lights um last night shout out to uh katie at kathleen atl on twitter uh who made the blame vickers sign uh from the balcony (laughs) last night uh i'm not sure if it was visible on the webcast at all um but you know blame vickers it's, it's, blame Vickers. It's a movement. <laughs> it's a movement. Thank, thank, you for taking a picture of us with the sign. Like of course, no, that
1: was so clutch. I loved it. <laughs>
2: yeah, and yeah, it was amazing. Uh, also, just you know, everyone up there, uh, again, just a great vibe. Uh, people on the balcony, in the seats, um, everywhere. Um, yeah. But let's let's dive into this show. Let's dive. Uh, we open much. up uh, first couple of songs. Mister Action, Doc Brown. Um, you know, beautiful way uh, to open the show. You know, I Mister mm-hmm. Action has just been getting better like all these new songs again we talk about this constantly on the pod all these new songs just keep getting better and better with each play and we'll talk about another kind of newer song in the second set that really kind of yes (laughs) um but mr action the last couple of versions have been getting really fiery really amazing uh you know catchy song very well written um, and Doc Brown finally coming back, Fifty the show comeback, gap, the return. officially a, like, a, a notable gap that gets noted in a set list, which is crazy for like an original even. Exactly. Um, but it's back and it was in the two hole.
1: Yes. So, and I was, I was just going to say noteworthy. We were just talking. I was lucky enough to get a set list and uh, that it was supposed to be the opener. And mm. they jumped Mr. Action to the opener slot, which I think was perfect. Give yeah. us like that, that intro, Mr. Action, get everyone settled in, and then the Doc Brown, like, yeah, to get people moving.
2: And People were very mm. excited as Doc Brown started. Um, yes, I was I mean, one of them.
0: <laughs> I, was,
2: I was very excited. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was great to hear come back. You know, Peter had a great guitar solo, um, and you could tell he was happy. Yeah, Jeff lied to us on Twitter when he said Doc Brown was dead.
1: I know. He likes to do that. He
2: does like to do that. (laughs) He likes to have some fun
1: with uh, those on the internet. Indeed. Um, I will say, I'm not sure if this was just something I noticed or, I don't know. I I felt in the past two shows, Peter was on his guitar a lot, which I love. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I've seen it a ton. Um, I haven't been paying attention to the most recent shows, but I haven't seen it a ton in the last tour. And I was so happy to see the two guitars out. So much over the past two nights. um Yeah,
2: he was still he was still uh doing keys a lot in jams, but there were I think there were a lot more guitar songs uh, yes, in the rotation exactly. the last couple of shows. You know, they've been you know like Philly night one for example. He didn't touch his guitar the entire show.
1: Right, um, I know. Well, that's a, uh, unless except when he was doing that little like, you know, except during the echo thing. when he was <laughs> doing the weird shit. But yeah. that's my point. Like I I do love the I love the the two guitar noise. I'm a fan of. Sonic influence. I'm a fan of loud oh, yeah. and uh, King Gizzard and the lizard wizard, man. More guitars, the better. Of course. <laughs> it's like six guitars in that band. Um,
2: right. So next, next up in the first set last night, we had the 80s synth Indian river into yep. uh, the welcome to Delta jam. And then that into a surprise bust out of cantaloupe, cantaloupe Island. Island fuck Herbie yeah. Hancock, <laughs> first time since 12, 213 show gap. And Always complete been. audible. The band had not uh, practiced. None. They had not planned on doing it. It just kind of happened naturally out of the Delta Jam, which I thought was really cool. I I didn't recognize uh, it at first. You know, I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then I was thinking to myself, "Like, this is definitely a song."
1: I recognize. Yeah, I knew that
2: I knew it, but I did. I was like, "I we yeah. know that
1: we know this." Yes.
2: Yeah, it's like I I should I should be able to recognize what this is. Uh, but yeah. it was really cool. The Delta also, you know strong as always great solos from rick and peter on that um and i love that that the prophet synth patch that he uses for his solo on indian river it's just like just like clean uh like very melodic synth sound um and i, I love the way he did that um i want the, I, am, I want that arpeggiator delta to come back though that they did at the ryman
1: yep. that was really cool um yes it was i hope they do that again
2: uh but what do you I guys think
1: of this one of I I loved the Indian river. I love a welcome to Delta jam. I mean, especially as you said, like with a dance floor, with great space and like good people, like a welcome to Delta jam is perfect. Um, I, one thing that I am questing after probably my most sought after thing in all of goose is I just want to hear Rick sing the Bhagavad Gita lyrics to the Indian river. I want him to do that verse. I, so every time they play Indian river, there's a shred of hope for me. And every time it doesn't happen, I'm like, Oh, but i thought it was gonna happen last night it got so that could be my only be my only thing left wishing um that indian river was fantastic for that early in the show and again with a funky jam like delta and then yes as you said uh cantaloupe island was not on the set list that was totally just an organic uh yeah happening out of the welcome to delta and i'm here for it (laughs) me too me too uh yeah that that
2: the uh the Gita lyrics haven't been played since Legend Valley 2021 it's
1: been a while. Um, yeah and when they, they do... did it like and again so perfectly they played Indian River early and then they do the lyrics at the very end of the whole show which I kind of thought maybe during the Maduvan we might get it that was kind of my thought is like oh man this Maduvan might be a perfect time for a little reggae jam and Bhagavad Gita lyrics but like I said they love to keep us questing. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> After that, we get
2: nice set closing segment, Atlas dogs right into flea, right into pancakes, really strong stuff. And the flea pancakes to me was the beginning of um, what we would see a lot of in the second set, which is really efficient jamming, getting a lot done in a relatively short amount of time. You know, I kept, these were the first two jams where I looked at my, you know, watch after and I was like, that was only like flea was only like 12 minutes um, and had like a great peak and then had a few minutes of like really awesome spacey stuff. Um, pancakes was just hot. Um, yes. you know, as it's been doing lately. Um, I mean, like they're getting so much done in such a little amount of time, uh, in some of these jams, which is so cool to compare to earlier in the tour where you look at these like 28, 29 minute jams, which I think are still going to happen. Like, I don't think they're, you know, moving oh, from absolutely. one to the
1: other, And there's it's a- cool to see them doing both on the tour. Oh, I agree. And there's, and there's a place for both. I mean, I think a, a great example is what Fish just did. And, you know, we saw them in Seattle mm-hmm. and they, again, Saturday night in Seattle to me was exactly the show they should have played in Seattle. It was, it was rock and roll. You okay. got Isabella, you get, you get their rocking songs, you get Trey just being a rock star. It, you know, and I like some people in Seattle might be upset. They didn't get the 40 minute tweezer or the improv, but it's like, there's a set, there's a place for both. And I feel like last night, rick was a rock star like the, yeah. he was shredding through everything i think most of the jams in my opinion were kind of like you said efficiently based around rick like i just felt like there wasn't a ton of exploration in not a negative way whatsoever it was just they were very much supporting rick going off and he just went off all night long yeah.
2: man and pancakes is a set closer is just so good like you can't go so wrong good. they've been um, crushing the
1: pancakes lately yeah, yeah. They really have
2: They've been they crushing have.
1: their segues and reentries too. That's another thing from the past two nights. Their reentries mm. and their segues have been. Well, Rick
2: has been doing what I haven't seen a ton of before is he's been doing a lot more musical cues into his talkback mic. Um, yes. So cueing like either Spuds or the whole band and to be like, all right, we're gonna build here and we're gonna hit, you know, the the one, or we're gonna build here and we're gonna, you know, hit this dark theme for a minute. I I assume I'm I, yeah. I obviously I can't hear what he's saying. But no, based on like watching him talk and then what happens after. Um, but yeah, it's it cool like seeing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit more orchestrated than like, you know, just going off of listening. But it helps tighten stuff up, um, which is yes. cool. And I mean, it sounds amazing. So I don't care whether, you know, he tells them what to do or just does it by like a glance. Like, it sounds great. Yeah. Yep, here for it. Yeah. Well, what was so now set break? Uh what was your guys' set break experience like last night? Did you go at or I mean, we couldn't leave the venue, but did you go out into the, <laughs> the
1: concourse? Did you uh stay where you were? I, we just hung on the floor. Yeah, we hung on the floor. Yeah. I think I oh, I ran to the I ran to the bathroom. I had to I made sure to empty the tank because I could tell the second set was going to be pretty fantastic and I didn't want to have to leave at any point. So Yeah. Yeah, uh quick run to the bathroom, but you know, it's it was standard set break on a bicycle day you're kind of just like hey could you turn the lights back off and play some more music (laughs) (laughs) the lean on me was great Uh, oh yeah they played lean on me during the set break and that was fantastic it was like and then shout out the the first night they played canned heat yeah right before they came on and it was like it just got everybody up and ready right before the song or right before before the music they've been playing it
2: they were playing a lot of james brown too the last couple of nights like it's been it's
1: been excellent I mean, and it has, and again, it, it makes a difference. If you can get people up and grooving before the band even walks out, it's like, we are so pumped the time mm-hmm. that when they hit the stage. Yeah. It was amazing.
2: Yeah. Ryan, as, as I said yesterday to Ryan Legvold here, we all know you're telling them what to play on your own talk back, Mike, Ryan, <laughs> as I said yesterday, if I had that power, Moby would be played a lot more. <laughs> Yes. that's we got the whole we got in a
1: moby set last night
2: yeah no there was so that's actually a great segue into the beginning of set two uh and Mist. and i don't know yes. how often i've said this on the pod but i've thought for a while like the beginning of the mist jam could so easily go into moby and then back into mist and i yes. think a mist oh would be like the coolest thing ever Um, I love this idea. I I hope they do that someday. Um, but I love Mist as a second set opener, you know, they've really been taking their time with this early part of the jam recently. Um, you know, Peter on the vintage vibe, just, just great stuff. Uh, you know, the last one in or a few versions ago in Cleveland, you know, we had like the Trevor solo and then the Peter solo and then the Rick solo last night was great. Very patient. Um, you know, great stuff from spuds again, who, you know it was on fire like my mom kept saying like you know for first
1: shows where she has that kind of more overhead view and she's like
2: spuds is working so hard back
1: there he is he is so impressive i can't yeah. say enough about Ben, man he is one really of the best him. drummers i've ever seen i love yeah. him he uh he is a good friend and has done great things for the both of us. And we yes. appreciate him and can't say enough about him as a drummer and a human being, man. Holy yes. Cow. One of the,
2: one of the, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. So nice. <laughs> I do also want to say in this miss jam, every time in the miss jam, like his instincts on how to slowly speed up what he's playing before finally kicking into that, like, you know, the double time, like going towards the ending, um, like, every single version. It's just, it feels so perfect the way it, like he subtly gets faster and then we'll do like a, you know, like a fill thing to very smoothly lead it into the second section. So it it sounds amazing. And yeah, absolutely. Man,
1: the vintage vibe just sounds so good. (laughs) It does. Yeah. I'm, I can't believe that Peter is how, I can't believe how far Peter has come on his keys. Yeah. I can't believe that this was like his, keyboard playing came because of this band because watching him grow and watching where he is now is it, it blows my mind um he is so good i know i think so about that all the time when he's jamming on the keys it's and just, just going hard yeah. like yeah wow. well so on,
2: on the peter side of things i'd say night one was clav's night last night yes. was piano night uh he was, yes. was it was dominant in you know most of the jams we saw like you know the next song we get everything must go and you know, they've been hinting at jamming it out the last few versions. There's been like 30 seconds to a minute of like, you know, kind of pushing the envelope. And we talked about that on our, our leg one recap as well. And as soon as they started it, it, like in the second set, I was like, all right, this is it. Like, it's going to get jammed yep, out yep. right now. Like, you know, th- there's no other reason for them to put it in this slot. And it was great, you know, with intent, it dropped right into this minor key uh, groove and just like just rip for it. Uh, it was like 15
1: minutes and, just, and just ripping. <laughs> and yes, I was going to say another instance. I think I, I feel like the everything must go jam is a perfect, ins- uh, perfect encapsulation of what I was talking about, where I felt like the jams were so in such a great way centered around Rick. Like He mm-hmm. just shredded that jam. He performed so perfectly on his guitar and he did it with the lights perfectly on him and the band perfectly around him and like took, you know, a perfect moment to shine and he he shined. Yeah. The light rig was amazing. Yes. Yeah. Also, of, this is our first experience yeah. with the new light rig and holy holy. Better for getting crushing. Amazing.
2: It. Yeah. 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 There was in and, and and everything must go last night. Like, you know, it strikes me every time I listen to the song, but especially last night, like Rick and Peter and Jeff's, like the, the vocal harmonies in this song are just so on point. They're so incredible mm-hmm. um, and perfect. Um, and just that that undeniable Rick and Matt Campbell songwriting style. It's it's incredible. Um, you know, I love the way it this really song is. has grown, uh, you know, over the last six months since it was debuted. Um, you know, and I'm looking forward to that 20 minute version. That's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yes. It's coming. Absolutely. It's coming. Last, last night is just the beginning, if you can believe it
1: oh yes i i can't wait to see where it goes actually (laughs) yeah it's uh, gonna be it's gonna be
2: amazing and so they go from there you know you just have this super balls to the walls peaky jam rick everywhere then they go into no rain and this jam first of all i was very excited to see no rain it's my second one caught my first one in boulder in december but this jam was such a good you know, like yin yang contrast um, against the everything must go. This got spacey. This got slow, patient. Yep. Peter leading again on the vintage vibe, and then as it starts to like fall apart again, this is another jam. It's only like 13 minutes, I think.
0: I couldn't believe deals,
2: that <laughs> it 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 stretched. You know, it was one of those like patient, spacey jams. It just seemed to stretch forever, and then as it's like you know falling apart even more, Peter throws in Dark Star. I know. Like, and I was like, Like, wait. I was like, no, that's,
1: that's real. (laughs) And exactly like you said, it was, it was, it was such perfect timing because they did, they let the entire jam melt into like a puddle. Yeah. And then everything was just kind of like murky, melty. And like you said, almost, almost gone. Like it almost let it all go. And I kind of maybe thought at a point they were just going to let the jam like, peter out into one of those just like ambient endings where things just kind of space out but yeah the way yes that peter just brings in this and then they bring the whole thing back is absolutely fantastic it was
2: was amazing and also kudos to rick like you know contrast with the everything must go jam but going from as just a guitar player going from this all out you know shreddy thing and then a few minutes later you're playing a song and then you have to then restrain yourself and be okay i'm gonna hang back i'm gonna play like more rhythmic stuff, softer whatever. Like yep. to be able to go that and then go back up into, you know, high-speed shreddy in Hunger Sight immediately after. Like man, fantastic. It's 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 impressive. It's impressive. And then Peter, you know, attacking the piano once again on Hunger Sight, Rick yes. going for it. This this I mean, I, I love this song.
1: I do too, so and much. I was just going to say it it was it's really great to see the progression of Hunger Sight and uh, we were talking about how it seems like immediately after the lyrics you can, you can like see physically see the band relax and like take a deep breath. And it's like, they are comfortable in this song. Yeah. And they are, you can see that and you can see them like just, they get the lyrics, they take a deep breath and something good is always coming and you can feel it and you can feel them like, Oh, I I love it. Um, yeah. Very stoked to see this song grow. Me too. And I mean, it continues to, you know, we just had a 32 minute
2: version, uh, you know, we listened to week. it on the drive out yeah. here, absolutely, and
1: it's fantastic. It was yeah. my fuel to keep us driving to Spokane. <laughs> awesome. Uh,
2: and then after the hunger site, you know, our our biggest jam of the night, of course. Um, you know, you could tell they were they were looking at the clock. They were like, okay, we only have it until midnight. Like, where are we gonna go from here? They opt for Modavan, and I was like, all right, are they gonna you know non-core? Like, are they gonna play this for twenty minutes? Um, kind of what I was thinking too. And then you know, not walk off. 12 minute modvan but like so many different things happened in it like there was <laughs> textures and then you know Peter was doing some stuff on organ and there was builds upon builds upon builds there was like 45 seconds of like darkness in yep. there um, and speaking of the darkness this was another thing that Getty was doing the last two nights where he would like kind of shut off the main lights and really utilize the like the back like like the the, swirling things things, yes no but the like the vertical light panels like also the the patterns on the wall but the vertical panels like just shooting out over the audience in the darkness and he did that during no rain he did that during the mod so cool
1: and i love when he angles i love when he like takes the two vertical panels and angles them together so it creates like a grid of lights around rick and around the band right on the floor it's very cool it, it, it creates you know three dimensions um, yeah, yeah it's, it, he is he is on fire as well there's no yeah. doubt about it yeah um, and and this modavon like you know it shows that not
2: every version needs to be 20 minutes to be amazing like we haven't seen a lot of short modavons aside from something like the salt shed version which you know they right. kind of just only played for like 8 minutes and then left unfinished like this one it, it, it made really good use of its 12 minutes. It didn't feel like they're just squeezing in a Modavon before the end of the set and they just kind of like, all right, we're gonna, you know, play a standard 12 minute Modavan. Like it was amazing. Yep. Um, and I, I feel like some people I, I haven't, you know, I've been driving for most of the day. So I haven't seen a lot of the online chatter about last night's show. But I'm curious if people are looking at it negatively because it was only 12 minutes as opposed to like, you know,
1: like was it a, a quote unquote waste of a Modavon? Um, right I, that's what i think people might consider too but yeah. they should they should listen to it because yeah. uh, again it was not a waste and gosh the way i i love maduvan i am a huge fan it's it is the song that probably got me hooked on goose uh, shout out to noah ray man me and noah um, pine creek my second show my first maduvan noah and i man doug's lost his drugs <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah i love this song i love the way they let it go off the rails i love the way they always bring it back um i kind of consider it to be a little bit i hope i don't get in trouble for this but kind of like their david bowie if you will <laughs> where they yeah, always in terms go. of the always goes off the rails and it yeah. always comes back perfectly yes. <laughs> so yeah um i'm a huge fan i anytime they want to shove in a five-minute Madhavan I'll take it honestly <laughs> give me any Madhavan any show I will take it <laughs> yeah it was amazing
2: um I did just realize uh that we didn't talk about Sparrow the muscle milk man uh, oh my god for yeah. the second set so- I was I was so confused you know I'd seen the still- Instagram story earlier uh that they had posted <laughs> like I, and it's one of those things where it's like a, you know a backstage joke and they're like wouldn't it be funny if we went on for the second set with like the Superman music and Trevor just like you know like frolicking around the stage with the, the thing.
1: like i like i said yesterday was bicycle day and yeah talk about, confu- talk about confusion man i have no absolutely no clue what was happening <laughs> yeah i i
2: so i went up to you know coach as they were loading out after the show and i was like okay like what do i note that as on lg.net like what do i write in the set list? muscle milk was, superman intro yeah no and so he said it was it was Sbarro the Muscle Milk Man, like Sbarro as in the the pizza chain. Yep. Uh, yes. Like.
1: <laughs> okay. Sbarro Muscle Milk. All right?
2: <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, and it I love ridiculous. it. Um, yeah, it was. It's
1: just yeah and it's good shit speaking of trevor i thought he was like really on fire for yes, the last so two shows I it's the year him. of big t oh, well. we have we have <laughs> seen all the chatter on twitter about the year of big t and everything but yes just to, to see it live to experience it live yeah. you you are all hundred percent correct yeah. it is the year of big t he is Fucking killing it. Excuse yeah. my language. This, this <laughs> has
2: been the last bunch of uh no, we're we're not a family friendly podcast. <laughs> um The last the last uh, couple of shows, there were you know. First of all, he's been moving around a lot more, like grooving mm-hmm. during jams, not just staying put. And uh, last night, there were a few moments where I was like, you know, is Trevor dropping that bomb, or is that Jeff? Like, you know, yeah, Jeff, Trevor yes. would be doing a very similar, like deep, like bowl Yep. And so I'd look over to see if, you know, if Jeff was the one hitting the sample or not. And they were both doing it,
1: yeah. time, which is crazy. I love Jeff that Jeff is, really is good too. Yeah, yeah. I
2: love that Jeff has started using those. And yeah. The, Jeff and Ben have been really locking in on the dual drummer stuff. Like everything must go last night. Jeff was on mm-hmm. fit, uh, for pretty much the whole jam and he was like syncing up together. You know, we've talked about this a lot over the past week or so. Syncing up together is not easy.
1: No um I
2: mean and doing it especially in in open improvisation like that
1: um, no I'm like they were doing I'm massively impressed and a huge fan of any band that can hold it together with two drummers I grew up as a drummer and like I again I love Ben I think he's my intro to this band I think he's a fantastic drummer and I can't say enough about bands that are able to hold it together with two drummers because it is hard, especially yeah. if you said in improv and they do it so well and yes uh, Jeff is really he's coming into his own it's mm-hmm. so awesome to hear him like just take a little more each time and just like show himself a little more and i felt like yeah. back in the day it was just like the only jam i heard him on was drive i'd hear his i'd hear him and i'd hear his and right, now it's little like cowbell can, yeah yes exactly now it's like now i can hear him in everything and i love yeah, it like the yeah. empress from night one the empress was yeah. Fantastic oh yeah that was, was all over it yeah mm-hmm.
2: and yeah. then Closing out the night, of course, uh, as the clock strikes midnight to ring in 4:20, we get a nice little doobie song. Um, Mm -hmm. My mom immediately remarked that it had gotten significantly more smoky inside the venue um, (laughs) when that song started. Um, (laughs) It makes sense, you know.
1: As (laughs) Jeff said,
2: smoke them if you got them. So that's permission. Happy 4:20. Happy 4:20. Um, Yeah, yeah, and you know we're back. Tomorrow night in Boise, I'll see you guys again in Seattle this weekend, which mm-hmm. I'm very much looking forward to. Yes. Me too. Yeah, last night was last night was fun. I'm I'm excited, you know, I'm ready. We're we're almost to Boise. I'm ready to, to get back in show mode tomorrow. Yep. Um it's going to be it's going to be fun,
1: you know. Get some probably, rest. Yeah. Get ready. Yes. Get ready for that dark horse they're going to play because I'm not there. Yeah, you're, you're skipping <laughs>
2: one show. They're going to do the dark horse tomorrow night. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Maybe we'll uh, and we'll I mean, see. listen, as you, as you showed on the, the written set list lead the way was on the set list as the encore <clears throat> last night,
1: lead the way was supposed to be the encore. It will be coming back soon. I think um, fingers crossed. It sounds Please. like it's coming back. My most common not seen. I need my lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, uh, I, it's a spe- special place. Like I said, I saw it at my first show in Pine Creek here in Montana. And so a yeah. uh, special place in my heart. And also I want to say, man, move over, Show Ohio and Colorado, because like Montana now has had five, yes. five of the most fire goose shows I have ever seen, and so <laughs> never miss a Montana, never show. miss a Montana show, never miss a Montana show. That's why that's why I came out for
2: these. You know, it's like, oh, they're yeah, playing straight. two nights in Montana. Like, can't miss that.
1: Well, all right, thank you. Smoke me if, if you got them, buddy. Smoke them if you got
2: them. Of course, it's four twenty. <laughs> Happy four twenty. Um,
1: thank
2: you. Drive safe. You too. Uh, thank you guys for being on. Thank you everybody for tuning in to this episode of day after show. Let us know your favorite parts of last night's show and what you are expecting to hear this weekend. Uh, tag us on socials at AAT goose pod. We will be right back here on Saturday at uh, it'll be three thirty PM. Eastern uh, one 30 mountain time. And I will be at twelve thirty Pacific time at that point. Uh, we're hitting all the time zones here. Uh, to, we will be recapping tomorrow night's show in Boise, so don't miss that. Um, of course, you know, keep tuning in. Uh thank you for watching uh, as we continue spring tour. So have yourselves a fantastic day, and we will see you next time.
1: Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo.
2: is the best song.